Hey, what's poppin' guys? This is Dell's Rays Podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm Alexander. And this is week four recap of, well, the fourth week of the f- first month of the MLB season. Yeah. Um, this is part one, just like last week, of this episode, season two, episode four. We have a bonus interview with Ulysse Ramos, who is the host of his very own podcast, Inside the North Podcast. We had a great conversation about baseball and how things are going right now. How things can go. Um, took a trip back to memory lane of what we did like growing up. And overall, a great conversation. Stay tuned at the end of this uh, part of the episode so you can continue to listen to our conversation. Yeah. But while you guys are listening and tuning in, make sure to go check out our Instagram where we're doing daily posts. And we just started mm-hmm. our very own power rankings. So yep. at the, at every Sunday, we're going to let you guys know how the week went, mm-hmm. how everything uh, how all the games went. The top 10 teams. The top 10 teams and how they're doing. That's at Delos underscore Reyes underscore podcast. Go check that out. While you're on the Instagram, you can also make sure that you check our story because we actually have our own very, very own stickers. We're selling them for $2. We'll ship them to you. You just let us know. Message us on Instagram. Yeah, DM us. And as always, stay healthy. Talking about staying healthy, we're going to go to our segment for season two, making its premiere, We Got Ice. We'll start off with injuries. New York Mets, DeGrom, Jacob DeGrom, their ace, was off for a start because of his finger. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, David Peterson, prospect, um, shoulder fatigue. He's on the 10-day IL. They brought up Corey Oswald to take his place. Washington Nationals, Steven Strasburg on the 10-day IL. is injured again with nerves in his right hand. Detroit Tigers, um, pitching pitcher, uh, Ivan Nova, 10 to 90, his triceps, 10 to IL, not fun. That could be the rest of the season. And CJ Crone, he will be out for the year with a knee injury. New York Yankees infielder DJ LeMahieu has a sprained left thumb. Atlanta Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr., left wrist injury, 10 to IL. Los Angeles Dodgers catcher Will Smith, neck injury, 10 to IL. Toronto Blue Jays shortstop Bo Bichette, right knee injury, he's on the 10 day. Along with Chicago Cubs pitcher Tyler Chatwood with back strain. San Diego has outfielders Tommy Pham with a fractured hand. Yeah. Will require surgery. And pitcher Kirby Yates, he's out for the year with right elbow bone spurs. Yeah. Uh, Chicago White Sox catcher first baseman DH, Yajani Grandal, day to day with a back stiffness. And last but not least, Houston Astros, Jordan Alvarez uh, with knee problems on the 10 day IL. We had a lot of injuries and a lot of players that could make big differences for their teams. Mm-hmm. We'll see how this plays out for the rest of the week because a lot of these guys are 10 day IL. Moving on to the COVID list. Um, we have a lot of people that are symptomatic but aren't tested negative, so that's good. Uh, St. Louis coach, though, he's tested positive. We'll talk more about that in the news. Cincinnati Reds, um, players that are, have not been reported yet are positive. Uh, Chicago White Sox, outfielder Adam Engel was in contact with someone with COVID, so he's automatically being put away from everyone else. Lead off of Phillies, outfielder Roman Quinn. Has COVID symptoms, but he tested negative. They're also keeping him away. And the same is the case for Atlanta Braves outfielder Nick Markakis. Now, as far as transactions, Cincinnati Reds claim outfielder Nick Williams off waivers from Philadelphia. New York Mets designated for assignment infielder Brian Dozier, who they just brought up from the alternate site. New York Yankees, Earl Chapman is finally back. Mm-hmm. Finally back for the, the Yankees. Missiles back. Mm-hmm. And as far as prospects getting called up, we have Atlanta Braves' number 14 overall prospect for the MLB outfielder Christian Pachi will make his debut. Detroit Tigers' 2018 number one pick and pitcher Casey Mize will make his debut. New York Mets pitcher Franklin Colon will be 
not make his debut, but come back up to the team. St. Louis Cardinals, Dylan, Carl, Dylan excuse me, Carlson will be making his debut. And the same happened this past week for Philadelphia Phillies third baseman, Alec Bohm. And that is We Got Ice. You know what that sound is? It's time for Alexander's Fun Fact of the Day. Let's get it. This is an interesting one. So, William Hoy is the first deaf player ever to play in the MLB. He had a career that was 15 seasons long. He played from, um, from 1888 to 1902. He batted 288 with 2,044 hits and 596 stolen bases. What a career. So he definitely was an insane player. But in May of his final season, while, the, while with the Cincinnati Reds, he versed the pitcher from the New New York Giants, Dummy Taylor. Dummy was his nickname. Mm-hmm. He was also a deaf player. So the, making it the first time in MLB history that two deaf players have ever faced each other. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I can't speak based on facts, but I, I, I'm almost positive that there has been a deaf player in the MLB since that time. I haven't heard of anyone. Yeah. I feel like the MLB would have promoted it more. I, I hope, hope they would. I hope they would have. We'd hope they would. That's definitely a cool, fun fact, and let's get ready for the rest of the episode. Let's get down to the brass tacks and nitty-gritty of today's episode. Let's do it. There's no better way to get started than with the standings. Where are we at right now? I'm going to start you off in the American League East like we always start. Yankees, my team, 16-7, and and the Rays right behind them, 15-9. and Close mm-hmm. race over there. Going on to Central, we got the Twins, 16-8, and and the Cleveland Indians, 14 and 9. Mm-hmm. Going to the west of the American League, the Oakland Athletics are dominating with 16, 16 and 8, and the Astros are a small bit behind, 13 and 10. Let's head over to National League East, where Atlanta Braves lead the league, 14 and 11, and the Miami Marlins are right behind them, 9 and 8. The Central, the Cubs have it, 15 and 7, and the Brewers are behind them, 10 and 11. And the Dodgers are dominating the West with an eighteen and seven record. Wow! And the Rockies are behind them, thirteen and ten. It's a very close race in the West. It's a bunch of change when the Rockies were in the lead last week, mm-hmm. but the Dodgers have a surge. That's what's going to keep happening. We're gonna, week by week, we're going to keep letting you know what's going on. I all mean, all the teams have thirteen plus wins except for the Giants. So the the well the Padres are thirteen and twelve. The, You're talking about league leaders or second place? No, no, in in the National League West. Oh. The the the, the Padres are thirteen and twelve. The Diamondbacks are thirteen and eleven, mm-hmm. and then the Rockies are well, thirteen and ten. That's interesting. Is the Diamondbacks? They just beat the Athletics last night, ten to one. So, so it's anyone's game. Mm-hmm. Frankie Montas didn't do well. I, I, as far as fantasy, he lost negative twenty seven points. Negative twenty seven. He's negative out there way 27. too long. All right, let's but let's get started news. with the news. The first piece we have is the St. Louis coach tested positive last week during the series of the Chicago White Sox, so it was postponed. We're gonna head into other news: pitchers Mike Clevenger and Zach Plesac. Yeah, we we talked more about this last week. Yeah, they went out of the hotel mm-hmm. about a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. They were sent home, so the teammate pitcher. Uh, Oliver Perez, he threatened to opt out if those two guys, Mike Clevenger and Zach Plezak, were not sent to the alternate training site. Yeah, Cleveland, I think they didn't freak out. That's exactly what they did. 
-hmm. and they sent him to the training site and I, I don't know if they'll be able to make a call back up at some point. Do I, I think that, do I think that the Indians will bring them back? Yeah. Because yeah. I think they're going to need both their pitchers mm -hmm. to continue to be contending team. Because then you announced them that they were the second place yeah. in uh, yeah, the, the, the Central. Or the yeah, first. The first. The first place. Yeah. So you're doing well without them. But if they start falling, I think they're going to be like, okay, we feel bad that you yeah. feel bad. Or, and make yeah. an apology and then we'll come back. Mm -hmm. But we talked about the Mets bidding maybe like a month ago. August 31st is coming up pretty quick. That's the last day to put a bid to buy the Mets. So if, if you got like a billion dollars out there, if you got $2 billion. <laughs> if you and if you're a looking, billion dollars like Jeff Bezos, come pick up the Mets. If you're looking to buy the Mets, you have until August 31st to do so. I'm not really but looking But some do news has not gone well in the Mets' direction. So Mets COO, Chief Officer, um, Chef Wilpon, reportedly doesn't like billionaire bidder Steve Cohen. Apparently, he wants A-Rod, the A-Rod group, led by A-Rod, to win. And he said he will charge the double the amount to Steve Cohen in order for him to win. Wow. That's very biased. <laughs> so let me walk you down. There's three groups, three big groups left. The mystery group actually combined with the other group. So it went from four to three. So the mystery group was the, the guy who owns a bunch of casinos, I think, throughout New Jersey and New Vegas, stuff like that. He's a billionaire. But he joined a group with... The people that own the Pittsburgh Penguins, New Jersey Devils, and the Philadelphia 76ers. We're going cross sports. Personally, I do not want them to buy the team. I think they're just doing it just because they want to be, have that trifecta. Like, oh, we got hockey. Uh, we got base basketball. Let's get baseball. And then they'll do four. Then they'll get a football team. That's I think that's what's happening here. Mm -hmm. um, no disrespect to those fans of those teams, but they have not done well getting prospects or doing well for these teams at all yeah. in the past five years. Not a good look for them to buy it. So they're already kind of like third place, being pushed to the side. They're kind of existing. But there's a lot of beef right now, not between these two groups, but who wants to buy them? Steve Cohen's a billionaire. He was going to buy the team last year. It didn't go through. The Mets finally say, okay, we're opening it to everybody. Everyone can buy the team. Steve Cohen comes, offers to buy SNY and the Mets. He wants to own everything involved with New York for the Mets, which is honestly a smart way to go. He knows what he's doing with his money. I personally want him to win. Now, the other group that apparently Jeff Wilpon wants to win is led by A-Rod. I think it's A-Rod, Travis Kelsey, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, we're going cross sports. A bunch of these guys are just loading in money. They used to have Wells Fargo. Now they don't. Now they got the guy from Barstool Sports jumping in. They have the guy from Body Arm. We talked about who's in this group already a month ago. But I just think it's absurd that Wilpon, if this is true, it's absurd. that like He would charge double the amount that Cohen already bid. Just so you can get the team. It, it's spiteful. Yeah, uh, it doesn't make sense. There's no, there's no room for that in baseball. Mm -hmm. Like, the Mets have messed up royally multiple times. Like, they always had Mark Cuban as the owner in 2011. And he made... That's the year that the Mavericks won the, the finals. And, I, yes, they had a little bit of a dip in between then and now. But look where they are now. Mm -hmm. Luka Doncic. Doncic. Yeah. They had... Porzingis. I'm not going to call them rejects, but they took players from the Knicks and made them better. Like, mm -hmm. Trey Burke, no one knew about him. He's only Tim 24 Tim years Hardaway old. Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr., they revived his career. They brought in Seth Curry. Yeah. Right? I mean, um, and then obviously Porzingis. Yeah, we don't want to talk too much about But, like, the Mavericks are a good team led by a really passionate owner who has a lot of different projects going on for him right now. He wanted to be part of the Mets, and he was blacklisted because he was supposed to, he wanted to be exactly how Steinbrenner was for the Yankees. If the Mets screw this up again... 
or the MLB screws this up for the Mets and they go with the A-Rod group or the group that owns uh, the Devils, the, the Penguins, and 76ers, you can expect another 10 to 20 years of this garbage, of not signing players for enough money, um, not being able to resign and retain our prospects, trading them away for old guys that aren't going to do well, and then shipping them to the Yankees, and they do well for a season, and then they retire. It's been this constant, constant cycle. They need to break it. Give the money. Take the money from Steve Cohen. He's offering to buy SNY. He's going to buy the program the Mets play on. He's going to buy the Mets. Just take the money. Just take the money. You heard Let- that, man? You heard that Will, whatever your name is? Jeff Wilpon. Jeff Wilpon. Jeff Wilpon. The Wilpons are terrible owners, and I hope, I hope they make the right decision. That's yeah. all they got to do. They have one more good decision. And then they leave. No yeah. one has to worry about them anymore. Yeah. Please do. Let's move on to the next article. All right. Joe Kelly, a lot of you know him from the Dodgers and his little incident with the Astros. Mm-hmm. He appealed his suspension. And he won. He successfully got it. And so well, not a hundred percent, but yeah, not a hundred percent. But yeah, from, yeah. he he reduced it from eight games to now five games yeah. suspension, which isn't that much. If we're gonna talk about pitchers aiming at batters, that's our last piece of the day with Tatis Jr. Now, just yesterday, I'm just sure, yesterday, yes, I'm sure it was yesterday during the day. Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a grand slam while they were up 7-0 against the Texas Rangers on a 3-0 count. Mm-hmm. Now, in Little League Baseball, you wouldn't swing on a 3-0 count, but this is the major leagues. Yeah. And apparently, Texas Rangers manager was mad. Mad enough where allegedly either he told or pitcher Ian Gibaut, um, he's a prospect, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, haven't seen him before, started pitching at the San Diego hitters. So that pitcher has been suspended for three games. The manager has been suspended for one. It's not right mm-hmm. for you to criticize someone. A lot of players have stepped up, even former players, and said that it's it's not right for it's you to criticize. It's like saying for criticize Tatis Jr. He's it's like I've had the conversation with some of my friends and colleagues. Yes, it's a team sport, hundred percent. You can't win a game with mm-hmm. one player. Mike Trout's been on the Angels how long? He hasn't made the postseason that many times, mm-hmm. right? They haven't won a World Series with him. Exactly. It, it, yes, it's a team sport. But when it comes down to it, solo performance. Mm-hmm. The solo performances add up to the team performance. Yes. Each player's solo performance shows how much money that they're worth and what they're worth to the organization. Yep. I mean, this guy's still on his rookie contract. He's traded from the Chicago White Sox. He should be in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But he's in San Diego, and that's fine. And he's doing really well. Exceptionally well. Exceptionally well. As of last night, he led the MLB, the MLB, not the National League, not the Padres, the MLB in home runs, RBIs, runs, and stolen bases. He's just—he's edging guy. towards that triple crown trophy. The thing is, I I hated that they got mad at him. Yeah. it's a three zero count. That's gonna be the best pitch you got. And you're have you ever been told to let off the gas pedal? Mm-hmm. Like, Dude, no. this is the MLB. This isn't literally. It's a like sixty. It's a sixty game season. Yeah. The pedal needs to be on as long as it could be on for you to win pedal every to single metal, game. Every single you need game. to win every pitch, every defensively pitch. and offensively, in order to win this game. It's it's like telling telling a batter you can't swing at a three zero pitch. It's like telling a pitcher yeah. he can't throw a strike on an O two. Yeah. So you're telling me if we're playing a football game and the running back has a clear a clear shot, he can do a couple people move a little to the left, move to the right, and he can make his own path and get that touchdown. If they're up by three touchdowns, he's not going to do it. No, he's it's gonna insane. do it. It doesn't matter if it's a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. They're chasing for that gold. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure they get... At the end of the day, it's all about the sport, right? Baseball, we love it. You love it. That's why we yeah. have a podcast. Mm-hmm. But it's also about money. It's a living good. They don't have a job besides this. This yes. is their job. He's earning his way into the league. 
He already earned it. Now he's earning his way for future years. This is what you do. He shouldn't have had to apologize about that. That's not fair. Yeah. If you have to make someone apologize, you're doing great. You, like, stop, <laughs> being, no stop being good. You need to apologize. You're like, oh, apologize for being good at the game. Yeah. Like, no, no. This guy's an exceptional player. He's on his way to possibly, you don't want to jinx it, but he could be the next Mike Trout guy yeah. coming in. Mm-hmm. Overall, not just for the Padres. I mean, I could see him going somewhere else if they don't lock him down. Yeah. For sure. If they can't figure it out, but he's gonna play for somebody at the bottom. Yeah. At, the, at the end of the day, he's playing for someone. He's a great player. Shouldn't have had to apologize yeah. for being exceptional. Mm-hmm. Never they, take that with a grain of rice. Yeah. Never apologize for being an exceptional person to anybody. That's a little wisdom from the Dust Rays podcast. With that, we're gonna end it here for part one. But stay tuned as part two is coming up right now. Mm-hmm.